0: I just thought like wait, we have a cat and like what if like in another world we'd be eating her? <laughs> it's basically <laughs> like all animals are the same. Why are we eating cows and pigs and chickens when we when we don't eat our pets? All animals are the same. Like I don't think that cows and pigs and sheep or chickens deserve that. I just like feel sorry for those animals, so I just stopped eating it. But at the same time it was a little hard because my rest of my family would eat meat and I would be staring at it like, should I?
1: I don't know. That was Jenny Fernandez, and this is the Yogi Triathlete Podcast. Welcome back to the YTP. This is the place where we share stories of people looking, finding, and living their purpose. I'm Jess, your host, and I tell you, I know that Yogi Triathlete is one of the purposes that BJ and I came here to realize. We have risked everything in the name of her mission to create a better world, and when I tell you that our unshakable belief in what we're doing has produced miracles just in the nick of time, I am speaking the truth. This journey has required us to deepen our relationship with the present moment like I never thought possible, and it's brought us more than we could have ever imagined, challenges and joys. It has up-leveled our performance as athletes, our belief in what is possible, our knowing and what our bodies are capable of, and it has kept us open to receive the international community that Yogi Triathlete is today. The present moment is the base, and we all know it's the key for successful racing, yet in order to become and stay present... We must train our minds. Presence is where it all begins. And it doesn't have to take a midlife crisis or a tragedy to dive in. We can dive in and wake up at any age. And the earlier, the better. Because a relationship with the present moment sets the tone for our future that will bring incredible gifts into our lives. I believe that one of the greatest gifts we received this year is the addition of Jenny Fernandez to Team Yogi Triathlete. Jenny is 11 years old. She meditates and she is already feeling that her practice is bringing her more calm into life. Yeah, I have come to realize that 11-year-olds get stressed and they appreciate feeling calm. Jenny is a triathlete because she was inspired by her mom and she put that inspiration into action. Jenny is vegan because she loves animals and she is a yogi, having practiced yoga and meditation regularly throughout her training. This girl is a gift, not only to Team YT and her family, but the world. I mean, no pressure, Jenny, but we know that you're going to continue to do amazing things in this life as long as you keep seeking that joy and happiness that you love so very much. Jenny's mom, Lupe, joins us today for our chat. And well, the apple surely doesn't fall too far from the tree. Lupe and her husband, Manny, have been incredibly supportive of Jenny's multi-sport pursuits, and they are right by her side in her training. And thanks to Jenny, the entire family is now eating a vegan diet. Yay, say the animals. (laughs) And Mother Earth. This conversation is a glimpse into the future, and from my view, it looks pretty darn good. This girl is for sure awake and ready, and she is keeping everyone around her on their toes. I am so honored to share this episode today with a quintessential yogi triathlete, Jenny Fernandez. We're so psyched to have you here. I'm
0: really excited, too. All day long, I've been waiting for this moment. When did your mom tell you
1: that you are going to be on the podcast?
0: Well, she actually told me yesterday. We were at the Dodgy game, and I was yelling, and then she was like, you trust me, you're going to need your voice tomorrow. I'm like, what is it? (laughs) (laughs) And... Yeah, and she told me because I kept asking. I was like, I really wanted to cheer for my team. So.
2: <laughs> so. so, did you
1: sacrifice some cheering just so you could share your story with the audience of Yogi Triathlete? Yes. You're amazing. <laughs> selfless. She's selfless. selfless. All right, Jenny, you were just coming off your third triathlon mm-hmm. of the season, and according to your mom, you crushed it. Like, mm-hmm. you just went for it. Yeah. So, tell us about it. Where Was it Mission Bay?
0: Yeah, it was Mission Bay. I meditated before it. I think that's what helped me through it all.
1: You and What did you do before it? Meditated. You meditated. Yeah. Nice. For how long? Do you um, know? I
0: don't know. I don't think it so. It was like, like 10 minutes.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Just to, And what did, what did that do for you when you meditated before the race?
0: It helped me get through. I was a lot more calmer and it helped me realize of how many experiences I had from my uh, last two races like good and bad like what happened was that my first one was really amazing and it was so much fun and my second one it was really hot but luckily I get th- got through it
1: and um, yeah like it was really fun <laughs> how did this one how did this one feel as opposed to the first and second one that you did this year well because your, your mom said you, like, went for it.
0: Yeah, I went all out for it because it's my last one for the year. Just for the year.
1: <laughs> I'm doing more.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not retiring. And, no, 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 no. <laughs> so what does all out mean for you? What do you mean? Like, you all got out. on the swim. Like, what did you just kind of went for it on the yeah. swim? Yeah.
0: Like, I have to, like, um, like all out means for me to, like, go faster and not, like, not try to, like, hang out. Like, get <laughs> it like done. Like, go fast and... Have so much fun and
3: not look at the fish. Under yeah, not the water. look at the fish
1: in the water, no. <laughs> but when you go fast on the swim, like your breath can get pretty hectic. So yeah, how are you I breath you every your...
0: stroke, like I breath every stroke. And um, yeah, like sometimes I would, I would like bre- breaststroke sometimes if I get tired, like the coach said to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then I will go back to um, swimming really fast. But Near the end, I, I feel like I was, I, was, I was exhausted from the swim, but I still made it. and when we went to transition, my wetsuit would not come off my feet. It would not come off my feet. I kept struggling through it. I was I was trying to I, was, I got help from a volunteer. They were not supposed to help me, but I really needed it because I, I could not put it off. only did one leg I did. So I had some help with that. Then I got my bike and my shoes on and some water. Like I like gulped like a bunch of water. And you got a new bike. Yeah. I have how a did new your bike. new
1: bike feel?
0: Amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love the color. What color is it? it purple. It's yes. like a violet color. It, her name is Violet. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: did you feel like it was faster?
0: Yes. I loved it. Yeah.
2: Nice. I do you it. how
1: much do you know how much faster you went on the bike than in like in your last couple of races? No,
2: I think my mom knows. You got, um, you got that data, Lupe? I do. She did do it a lot faster this time around. It was also a shorter course. Um, Chula Vista was seven miles, and this one was four miles. But yet, she was pedaling. When we saw her, like, the first loop was blazing fast. Like, we, we didn't even have time to, like, gather up our thoughts, and then she, like, just flew <laughs> by again and... My husband and I were definitely shocked. We saw the difference for sure. <laughs> there was definitely a difference between this race and her last races. Were you scared at all going faster on a brand new bike? Mm-mm.
1: No? Nope. Why? Why I'm scared
0: I already trained it before on my birthday. We went on a on a ride. To the harbor and back. It was so much fun. Like, it was a birthday ride with my mom and dad. It was so much fun. And
1: <laughs> I loved
0: my bike through, through it, and I wasn't scared with it because... I knew how
1: that felt on <laughs> my birthday. You knew how good it felt mm-hmm. on your birthday. Yeah, and so you just took that feeling into the race. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. And how was the run? Because you're going all out on the swim. You're tired after the swim. You're riding fast on the bike. Mm-hmm. And how was the run? Were you tired?
0: Um, no, I was actually trying to like uh, go fast this time, and my mom was running with me.
2: <laughs> she <laughs> always does that. Like,
0: she runs with me, and then she was like, she was um she was telling me to um, get to the the race, and she said, uh, that
2: medal's hers.
0: Oh, yeah. And I, it was so much
2: fun. Mom it was so funny. I told her that the medal was going to be mine because I, I did the run with her, too. I like running with her. I had sandals on, but it was still a
1: lot of fun. And you guys have done a lot of training together through mm-hmm. Jenny's training. And so, you know, Jenny, you're in school, and Lupe, you're working and you're homeschooling Jenny a couple of days a week. How did you guys figure out all this training that Jenny had to do throughout the season because you've been consistent you haven't taken any breaks since the spring and you know meeting up at the pool with BJ to do workouts Mm -hmm. and things like that how do you guys
2: manage all that
0: well usually it's because we're like
1: really organized with that
2: (laughs) and um (laughs) yeah um I have to just make it a priority it's not just about me anymore and my schedule but it's about my daughter and feeling like she gets enough training in. So we normally just train after I get out of school, I tell her, let's go run, or let's go ride our bike, or let's go to the pool, and just making it a priority, priority for sure.
1: Yeah, training's gotta be a priority. Like if you set a goal and you wanna do three triathlons in a season, mm-hmm. you gotta do the work. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a time you didn't wanna do the work? Um,
0: I think so, yeah. It was like, <laughs> I can't remember when it was, But I feel like it was on a run.
1: Oh, yeah. It was on a hot day. Mm -hmm. I did not want to go. So how'd you get up and do it?
0: My mom was going to... (laughs) Um, I don't remember. What was it again?
2: I told her that she had to practice in the heat. I was like, you don't know what's going to happen on race day. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you're going to have to drink a lot more water. And you're going to have to be ready for extreme heat sometimes. And, yeah, it happened in Chula Vista. So she... We were really glad she got that training in and the heat because she was prepared for it for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's and that's just like riding your bike on your birthday, right? Mm-hmm. Like going out and doing that run on a hot day. Yeah. When you got to that race in Chula Vista, it was hot, but you knew yeah. that you could do it.
0: Yeah. And Plus it was, but, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Plus it was celebration day, so. <laughs> yes, it's
3: celebration day.
0: <laughs> Not- the whole race, we already did it. We just need to celebrated it. Yes, it
3: already happened. You just <laughs> yeah. need to go through,
0: let,
3: <laughs> let yourself catch up to time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So you also, I think it was last race, you mm-hmm. had something going into the race too, didn't you? You had some sort of sensation in your foot.
1: Oh yeah, my first race. Yeah. so you, yeah. you
3: totally forgot about it. Yeah. That was your first right? one. Your first
1: race. You yeah. hadn't even done a triathlon, mm-hmm. and the week of the race. You had, like, a little injury.
0: Yeah, I had a little injury on my foot. I was starting to get worried about it, but I luckily just kept saying to myself that it was just a swirly sensation, and I would get through it. And luckily on my race day, it still hurt a little bit, but I was limping a little bit, but it helped. It helped because um, it made me go faster. Like, it helped me go through it. Yeah, versus
3: letting that foot Mm -hmm. totally consume you. Like Mm -hmm. it could it can consume all your thoughts. Like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? My foot Mm -hmm. hurts, I can't do the race. And Mm -hmm. and I'm sure you probably had a few of those down low moments behind behind the closed doors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but what happened in the end was you came through that. Mm -hmm. So what I see in you, Jenny, is every time every time you're challenged, Mm -hmm. you you somehow manage to come out on the other side with Big smile and lots of <laughs> lots of positive thoughts yeah. and vibes. So, what do you think? What do you think has has been the the catalyst, or has you, have you always been happy and positive? And mm-hmm. you have,
0: yeah, yeah. Usually, I would usually love being joyful, and I love being happy with my family too. And when we're on a race, it makes me so happy to see that finish line. And my favorite part is definitely the bike.
3: And even more so now with the new bike.
0: Yeah, even more so because of my new bike. I love it so much. (laughs) Like, I don't want to get it out of my (laughs) sight.
1: (laughs) Should have brought it over. Um, And Lupe, you've told me a few things about Jenny, like, as a baby and, and how just independent and crazy fast, she would do things. Like, can you give us an example?
2: Like maybe how she was walking at an insanely young age? Yeah. She's always been that way. She's always been a happy kid. Just smiling from day one. How was your pregnancy with her? Um, Well, I was very young. I was 19 years old. I definitely did not know what I was doing, but all all I knew was that she had to be safe and I had to do whatever I could to for her to come out and be okay. <laughs> I, I so, would say she's okay. Yeah, I so, mean, she's just okay, right? Yeah, so I was definitely, all her food has always been um, organic and she was pretty much plant-based like her first year of life. Um, but yeah, I mean, she came out and <laughs> at nine months old, she started to walk one day and we never tried to like have her like hold her hands or have her walk on her like like with our help. I was cooking, and I turned around, and my ninth bald baby was walking around the house. Nine months old. Yeah. That's crazy, Jenny.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. I was a baby. <laughs> you were just ready. You were ready for the finish
1: line. Yeah. Okay. But
2: she's always been like that. Like, she potty trained herself. Like, she's just... Nice. She's just a strong Maybe one. Maybe she
1: could start doing your taxes or something. Right. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> but how can we really get you to start working for the family, Jenny? Um... <laughs>
3: So there was also a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there yeah. was also another moment uh, during the season where you were your mo- your mom has kept me in touch of some mm-hmm. things that you've been doing, which mm-hmm. is great because I can't be there all the time,
0: right?
3: Mm-hmm. And you had a fear of something at the pool, right? Oh uh,
0: yeah, that yeah, was what the diving was that? board. the
3: diving board. Why did was, you why do you think you had a fear of the diving board?
0: Cuz it was so high off the ground and I don't know why, I guess I was scared of heights and but ever since I started doing meditation, it made me more calmer and I just like closed my eyes and started doing it. And it was so much fun ever since I keep doing it. Like I always ask my mom, Can I go on the diving board? Can I go on the diving board? And but
3: what was it like that first time? Like you had never done it before, right? And you've it, got this fear inside mm-hmm. of like, Oh my god, it's it's so high. But yet you're climbing up. Mm-hmm. The steps. Do you remember climbing up the steps your first yeah.
0: time? Yeah, I look back at my mom and she's like, "It's all in your mind." <laughs> <laughs> teamwork. This is the yeah. it takes
3: teamwork, right? And then
0: I jumped off. I felt like I was flying, and it was like so much fun. And when I landed in the water, I felt like I wanted to do it again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right away, you want to do it again? Yeah, right yeah. away. I just yeah. like
0: went in the line again to go up the diving board. <laughs>
1: So there's a lot of people that have fears about different things, whether that's heights or, I mean, we know some people that are really scared of heights or they're scared to ride their bike or Mm -hmm. they're scared to sign up for a race because they don't think they'll be able to finish it. Mm -hmm. So what do you have to, do you have any advice for people that might be afraid of something and that fear is the reason why they're not doing it?
0: Yes, I think that the advice is that just, like, do it. Like, it'll, like, help you go through stuff and especially, like, meditate before every time and like um you get all those thoughts that you have f- your fear like out of your mind and like just do it and then after you do it if you don't want to do it again it's just like you might be missing out on something that's really fun but if you want to do it again then I suggest that you do it again
1: <laughs> what do you think that meditation has has done for for you like how how has it changed you if at all
0: it changed me a little bit to be a lot more calmer when I have, when I get worried sometimes or like when I get through struggles, especially during my training and even the diving board like ever after the meditation, we didn't know what it was but we thought it was a meditation definitely because right after I meditated we went to the pool and then I went on the diving board.
3: <laughs> Has anybody around you, like your, your family and friends, have they seen a change in you? Um, since you've started meditating, has anybody said, know. whoa, I can't believe I you didn't know. storm off into the, the room, your room?
2: I don't know. You don't know? I think so. Yeah? She's like a little Yoda. <laughs> she's Oh, and she uses it against me too. Like, I'll be frustrated <laughs> yeah. and she'll call me out. She'll tell me, mom, just breathe. It's okay. You know, and she'll give me my space, which is, I feel like she understands me now. Like, she knows that sometimes mommy just needs to breathe and she's, She's definitely a little... She's wiser for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. And that's so cool, Jenny. Like, sometimes your mom just needs space. Mm-hmm. And it's not because she doesn't love you. Like, she just needs space from everybody. Mm-hmm. And when we can give each other our space, it's like, oh, gosh, we have, you know how it feels? Mm-hmm. Like, you needed space. You didn't need a bunch of people at the bottom of the diving board yelling at you, like, just do it, just do it. Like, mm-hmm. you just had your space, but then you were supported. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we all need that. So, Lupe, you meditate as well, I know. And um, so, I have the same question for you. Like, what has meditation done for you? And you're an athlete. You did, was, that was your second 70.3? You did? It was my first. It was your first? I yes. thought it was your second. Well, I guess there's another one Indian coming Wells up. Indian
3: Wells is coming up.
2: Oh, no. I oh, didn't. No, <laughs> so it's about. Oh, Indian it Wells did. is. I waited too long and I oh. missed out. But, but don't we know okay. the race director? No, it's it's okay. <laughs> I don't think I have that much pool. It's
1: alright. Yeah, 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 it's okay. Um, but yeah, as an athlete, what do you think meditation's done for you? Just l- talk specifically athletic
2: wise. Athletic wise, I mean, I mean, I have, I've had a lot of struggles with my training. I mean, I, I have no swimming background whatsoever. So the first two triathlons, I didn't even put my head in the water. And it wasn't until I started being more mindful when I met you guys and started listening to the podcasts is that I started, I don't want to say that I was leaving my body, but I, I stepped out of my zone of the moment and just became more present because before I was panicking, I was like, it's cold outside. My first outdoor swim was in the rain in Mission Bay. So I had a panic attack in the water and After that, I told myself, like, no, like never again. Like, you got this. You're gonna show up for the do the work. You're gonna train, and you're gonna do whatever it takes to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And yes, my my swim in Hawaii was beautiful. It was the best swim of my life. I I mean, I I went faster than I normally do, Mm -hmm. and it was just beautiful. And I wasn't scared once, which was to me it was a big win because Mm -hmm. I I have no swimming background whatsoever. I don't have any classes in my belt and it's all been just hard work and just showing up and putting in the work. So one of the things that science has shown us through
1: studies of meditation is that it increases gray matter in the part of our brain for that governs self-regulation. Where we can really regulate ourselves and we can say, wait a minute. there's Okay, it's raining and I'm in the water. but." there's no big deal happening here. Like all of that drama, all of that dramatics happens when the mind is not trained. And so as we sit and we commit to sit and we dedicate ourselves to this discipline of meditation, we start to build that part of our brain that allows us to be regulated, to not be swinging through the jungle of the monkey mind, but to just be like you said, in presence and presence is it's, It's everything. I mean, every change that you're going to make, it has to be through presence because change can only happen in the present moment. So if we're just swinging through that monkey mind jungle, we're never going to be able to make sustainable change because we don't have a relationship with the experience of that moment of life that we're living. So it sounds to me like with both of you that you've developed that part of your brain. It's so evident. And it happens quick. It happens in a matter of weeks. They start to see these changes in the brain.
3: And then that picks up momentum, right? So now you've made one change. You've you've jumped off the diving board, right? Mm -hmm. Or even let's backtrack it even further. Like you had that foot sensation, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Now you've gotten through that. And then we were swimming in the ocean, remember where you swam in the ocean yeah. like you've done that and then you jumped off the diving board and now you've done 3 triathlons you, know, <laughs> you have all this momentum so now it's now it's like what can't you do right mm-hmm. like now you start yeah. to question everything A, too like now you guys can start questioning everything that you believe is the story of you like you've got this box around you like this is my safe zone this is you know bj this is all bj can do right you can only go this many miles at this (laughs) speed like that's all you can do but what if you start dipping your toes and questioning what's on the other side of that wall right that wall that you put up and then the the possibilities are are endless Mm -hmm. so you've done three three triathlons this year
0: Mm -hmm.
3: what do you think you're going to do next year
0: um I think I want to maybe do maybe like a little marathon. Like just like a what? little
1: What? Like, li- <laughs> like a little marathon. What's a little marathon?
2: Like a half marathon for a kid. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I hear her. She's l- looking
1: longingly at her mother. Like she's like, Mom, please get me these super expensive well, jeans at the mall. Let's,
3: let's backtrack <laughs> first because she wants to do an Ironman. Yeah. So obviously that would be next, but you need to wait till you're 18. Yeah. Yeah, so you've got a little bit of time. But a half marathon sounds pretty good. Yeah. What's the longest you've ever run? Mm, like. I've had you run more. 40 minutes. and maybe even had you run like 45 minutes. I think she's minutes. gotten
2: close to five miles. Okay. Oh, wow. Maybe. You could totally do a half marathon.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can do, you should warm up with a 10K.
3: You should do a 10K. You got
1: Ooh. that in the bag.
3: And then the Encinitas half marathon.
1: Yeah. That's in March. Mm-hmm. Or oh, the Carlsbad
3: half, which mm-hmm. is in
2: that's in January. January January.
1: I don't know for sure though.
2: Like <laughs> <laughs> maybe What
3: about triathlon?
0: Triathlon, yes, I am going to do triathlons next year. Maybe the same thing of three triathlons. Like I think
1: you can do more. Yeah, I wanna do more. And maybe what is the age where you can move into like the fuller distant like a fuller distance sprint? Is there an um, age minimum?
2: I, I believe she has to be thirteen. OK: So maybe in two years, like two years. Yeah, But, 11, but so that doesn't mean
3: that we can't set up our a little triathlon ourselves.
2: For sure. There's no
3: reason why we can't when, in May when the water warms up, we just do a triathlon out here. We can do an Olympic distance if you want.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. This sounds good. I can do with all of you guys. (laughs) All right. The other thing I want to touch upon is the fact that um, you guys are vegan athletes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So this is all plant power, baby. I love it. Yeah. So Jenny, like you're in school and are any of your friends plant-based?
0: Um, I have one friend, fan Her name is Mia. I just met her, like in the in the beginning of school for middle school, and um, she's the best. Like when she helps me um, be vegan, like I I just she's like so much fun too. And she said that she's the only one in her family that's vegan. What? That's, yeah, and that really surprises me. And I just really feel like what if there's other people out there who want, who want to be like vegan, but they can't because their family doesn't allow them or something Mm. like
2: that. Or
0: if it's too hard for them to do it, because what if their family doesn't even know like that that's happening? It's just for me being vegan helps me to go through a lot of stuff. And I love being vegan actually. So why, why do you eat a vegan diet? Because when I first started it, it was because I was the only one starting it still. She was the first one. She was the first one in the family? Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: So Mm -hmm. I need to hear about that. What made you decide to... Well,
0: definitely because my brother and about animals. Like, I just thought, like, wait, we have a cat. And, like, what if, like, in another world we'd be eating her? (laughs) It's basically, (laughs) like, all animals are the same. Why are we eating cows and pigs and chickens when we're when we don't eat our pets all animals are the same like I don't think that cows and pigs and sheep or chickens deserve that I just like feel sorry for those animals so I just stopped eating it but same time it was a little hard because my rest of my family would eat meat and I would be staring at it like
1: should I I don't know yeah yeah so how
2: was that, Lou? How did she come to you to tell you that she didn't want to eat animals? How long ago this was this? This was uh, more than a year and a half ago. So okay. we're going to, in June, we're two years. So I, don't, I think so, like okay. a year and a half, I believe. Mm-hmm. So she just came up to me one day and told me she didn't want to eat meat. And I didn't, I'm not that parent that's going to judge her. So I was like, okay, that's a great idea. I mean, I, I tried being vegan in the past after I had her. I was super paranoid of feeding her the wrong things, so I went vegan for seven months with my husband. Um, We weren't strong enough. We didn't have the mindset to keep going, so we started eating meat again. But when my 10-year-old came up to me and told me she didn't want to harm animals, I couldn't argue with her. I had to just let her be, and I was like, okay. That's perfect. And one day, I made her favorite meal. Um, it was albondigas. <laughs> it's like a, a meatball with, uh, with beef. And she started crying in front of me and told me, I can't, I want to do this. I don't want to eat meat. And you're making my favorite meal, and it's not fair. And she just sat there and cried. And I remember holding her hand, and I told her that I would do it with her. And I told her... <laughs> so sweet that's that was like a pretty powerful moment yeah for sure I told her that I was gonna do it with her so
1: and you guys figured it out Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I think I think at first it's I mean when we went when we went vegan um I mean I won't lie we went vegan because we were watching these amazing strong athletes, uh, recover really well and do these amazing things. So we really did it performance wise, even though animals were always my friends, animals were always my friends. I love animals. But once I started to learn about, you know, it just didn't feel aligned with who I am. And I don't, get mad at people for eating meat. It's their choice because that might feel aligned with them. And I think that this life is all about doing things that feel right for us. Mm -hmm. And so whether that means that we don't eat meat or we do eat meat or we race triathlon or we don't race triathlon, I think the most important thing for all of us to always ask ourselves is, is what I'm doing, does that feel natural to me? Does that does that feel good to me? Does that feel joyful to me? Like you said, Jenny, you like to feel joyful and mm-hmm. you like to feel happy. And that's exactly the way we're supposed to live. Mm-hmm. Like how good can you feel? Do things that feel good. Mm-hmm. And so that might mean standing up to your family and saying, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to eat this. And that takes a lot of bravery. <laughs> Have you talked to your friend who's also vegan about like, how, why she became vegan? Um, no, she said she didn't want to talk about it for some reason, Mm. so... And that's fine. Mm -hmm.
3: I wonder how she makes her... How does she make her... Does she cook herself, or does she make her own food?
0: Um, no, I think she just, like, started, like, doing chores and getting her own money, and started to, like, um, go to the store and buy her something, and for some reason... This girl's awesome! Yeah! (laughs) She goes with her mom, and she just, like, buys, like, this, like, a Lunchable and she doesn't eat the meat part or cheese part. Yeah. She just eats, like, the... Um, what like does the, she bring for lunch? Like Lunchables, and she brings like spaghetti. She brings home. She's she brings meals from home, but she like opens it, takes out the
1: meat and cheese, and just eats it. There you go. That's a that's a great. I mean, why, super, is why, a, <laughs> right? why is that not why is that not a great way to start? Exactly. You know, when we first started, we weren't that good at it. You mm-hmm. know, I was like, what else can I eat besides salad? Mm-hmm.
3: I, there was that huge time that we were just taking salad and Boca burgers and just putting Boca burger on top of a salad
1: like just veggie burgers on top of salad. every day that's what we eat mm-hmm. every day but then as you get into it longer and longer and longer and then you just you get so much better at it so jenny what's your favorite meal now um Cause it's not the meatballs anymore. No, 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 no. no. no.
0: It's actually my dad's um, really good cooked meal every morning, every weekend. It's called chiliquiles. I love it so much. <laughs> what is it? It's like it's like um, a tortilla will, like cut into like triangles and it has like really good uh, um, salsa with it. It's like so good, and she and he makes tofu scramble with it. Cause he used to do eggs with it. But we couldn't eat that, so we put tofu scramble,
1: which is the one it's from really you good.
3: did. Isn't tofu scramble the greatest?
1: Yes, it's amazing. We had love it, it for dinner we last night. We had it night. for dinner, and I had it for lunch today <laughs> when I came back from my run. It's so good because we made so much of it last night. Mm-hmm. We had a bowl of it, in the. and I know you were like, Did you eat the tofu scramble? I got home from a five hour ride and I'm like, there's
3: a little bit on the bottom shelf, tucked away.
1: And I I put it in a tortilla and I just had like two little mini (laughs) burritos. It was, it was so yummy. I was
3: like, I'll have a smoothie bowl.
1: Yeah. I know. I get the blender out and everything. And I was like, I don't want a smoothie bowl. I want tofu scramble.
2: Lupe, what's your favorite vegan meal? I have a lot. I started doing, I started playing around with cashews, making cashew cheese Mm. like my own. And I make these noodles or rice noodles and then I boil the cashews, blend it, and it's like Alfredo because Alfredo is probably like my favorite meal. I mean, I love cheese. When I was pregnant with Jennifer, that was like my biggest craving. (laughs)
1: Like,
2: I've always been a cheese girl. So, definitely that's been the hardest part for me, but I found a way around it. Cashew is pretty pretty much the way to we go. We got to
1: get you a wheel of the, our our friends, friends that I was telling you about. Um they just moved here from Davis and they have uh their Jules Jules vegan foods and they have a cashew brie that is to oh. die for. <laughs> and they have a, a cashew-based like macaroni and cheese sauce. So they're new here to Carlsbad, but you're going to be seeing it around at stores nice. and in restaurants. Definitely. It's amazing.
3: But you also like you post amazing photos.
2: <laughs> like,
3: is it tomatillos? Is those a, like? Yeah. it Seems like that is the family. Well, it's salsa. A family event, I mean, right? I
2: yeah. I mean, I love spicy food, and mm-hmm. I make all the Mexican meals that my mom used to make for me, and I just turn them into vegan meals.
1: <laughs> I think that's the greatest thing. Like, if you are if you're wanting to transition to a vegan diet, just take whatever your favorite meals were. And make them vegan for sure. It's, it's the, you can get online and you can say, how do I make, um, I don't know. I don't even know, like a classic meat meal. I don't know. A meatloaf. Meat anyway. Meatloaf. How do I make a vegan meatloaf? loaf? <laughs> like Lentils. an engine, is it engine 2 <laughs> mm-hmm. Rip uh, Esselstyn has an amazing lentil meatloaf that is so delicious. I make it for vegan Thanksgiving every year. It's so great. Um, all right. What else?
3: What else we got? Um, so we didn't really nail down the race for next year.
0: Oh. Like
3: are we so we're are we gonna do the same series? We're gonna do the whole thing over.
0: Yeah, I think I might do it again. It's so much fun and a lot of experiences. Like I'm so glad when I have that plaque of three medals in my room above my desk. It's amazing. It's beautiful. <laughs> 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 like...
3: What um? So what do you think you need to work on? What do you um, What do you think your area of opportunity is?
0: I think I need to work on running in the weather, like the different kind of weather that I need to work on.
3: And do you think it's, <laughs> do you think it's your fitness or do you think it's your mindset? Like, do you think you have, do you think you're in that box where you're like, it's hot out. I don't really feel good when it's hot out. So I'm probably not going to run um, well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you that's think it's how the... I
0: feel sometimes. I need to step up out of that box. and <laughs> <laughs> I need to a... <laughs> get out of the box, girl. Because I
3: see you and your mom crushing hills. Mm-hmm. Like you're crushing the hills. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're, you're getting the work done. It's just, it's another mindset. Like we've talked in this podcast about the tools that you've, mm-hmm. that you've gained, right? The tools mm-hmm. of meditation, the, the tools of calmness, the tools of breath. Mm-hmm. So now how can you apply that to everything? Not even, not just your running, mm-hmm. but your homework too.
0: Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> apply it to everything and because if you're selective with applying it then other things are going to start to going to creep up and, and start causing some 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 sensation let's yeah. just say right sensation Swirly sensation in your sensation. life <laughs> so let's begin to like let's begin to take that power that we feel when we meditate and when we breathe calm and when we get to the finish line let's let's begin to let's begin to develop our run mm-hmm. let's go running in the heat let's go running in the rain Let's go run. running. When you don't want to run, go out and run. When you don't want to do your homework, do your homework, mm-hmm. right? Find, f- Listen to your mind. L- watch your mind begin to 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 push back. Mm-hmm. It's like saying, no, 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 don't, don't. And then you see that and flip it around and be like, okay, I need to do that. I need to do that. Mm-hmm. So those, I think that's the challenge for you in 2019. Yeah. I think that's your that's so I, I th- th- work.
1: I think the first piece of homework is is nailing down a running race for you. Yeah. So that you can start to get out of this box, right? (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Cool. What do you have to say to um, kids out there that, you know, that maybe see their parents doing triathlon or they they just know about triathlon and they're interested in it, but they don't know where to start?
0: Well, I actually started by running my bike a lot. And when I I just got inspired, my mom my mom, like she just started doing triathlons, <laughs> and I she was on an endurance team, and I felt like, can I do this? Like, I felt like she was doing triathlons. When I saw her cross the finish line, she was crying with joy, and I just like felt like, I maybe I should do it too. Like, I felt like I needed to do it. <laughs> I do got inspired by my mom so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get inspired by your mom, too. She's an amazing, amazing <laughs> being. You both are beautiful, beautiful souls. I'm so excited to just have you in this community, have you on the show. And I have one more question for you, Jenny. Do you feel like you can do anything? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. so much you guys for tuning in supporting the show and doing your part to live awake and ready coach BJ is loving the work he is doing with Jenny I mean you guys he was so cut out to work with kids it's it's amazing he's such a natural and we are excited to grow our involvement with younger triathletes so if you've got a kiddo hanging around that's wanting to expand their joy in the form of triathlon let us know we'd love to have him on the team Thank you, Zoe and Elisa, who are our latest to pledge their support on Patreon and to current supporters, Abby and Mary, who have taken on the Double Up Challenge. We are incredibly grateful, you guys. I put up a new recipe this week, and if you haven't checked out the 45-minute power care sesh that I posted a few weeks ago, definitely log on to patreon.com forward slash yogi triathlete and check it out. Today also begins our 13th, I cannot believe this, 13th consecutive M21 Meditation and Mindful Living Challenge. So if you've been laboring about if you should or you shouldn't, just do it. It is such low risk, you guys. This rock-solid community is made up of members of the military, Ultraman athletes, Ironman athletes, non-athletes, professionals, executives, stay-at-home moms and dads. It's for men and it's for women because you know what? We need both, and we need everybody to wake up. So there's a link in the show notes to check out more info on that. We would love to have you... Uh, along for the ride of this revolution because it keeps showing to us that it will not be stopped. So, all right, you guys, we will catch up again with you next week. In the meantime, keep making contact with the very moment of life you are living. We all know that presence is key to successful racing, not to mention living. But again, you guys, in order to become present and stay present, we must train our minds. If we are not willing to do that, then we will never have peace of mind. And without peace of mind, we don't have much. And I know because I've been there. Yogi Triathlete is about living the awake and ready life, a life with eyes wide open, one that is steeped in the truth and alignment with how we move through our days and one that allows the fine balance of acting and allowing so that we may all welcome in the great joy and universal wealth that is our birthright.